All right, so we have a special edition of the After Ed podcast today. Finishing up with my seventh grade inventions and innovations class. This is literally the last 30 minutes uh, of the semester, so uh, I want to open it up to whomever. What was your favorite project that we did this year and why? Yeah. Uh, my favorite project was the uh, parachute project because uh, instead of like having to like code something, we actually got got to physically make something as a team, other than having to like mess with the computer to like transfer code to like you know a code bit. I just find that slightly easier than just you know typing, but I like I like to. It, it was just a fun project. Okay. Um, I still like the parachute project thing too. Um, why I liked it was that that we had to like uh, make the tarp the tarp more better so that we can just try to like run forward um, more better and um, um so again so we can like run faster with it so it won't be like so heavy on us when we kept kept on running with it. So. Yeah. I like the uh, playlist one because you didn't have like the pressure and you can just like do whatever songs you and the person you were making it for wanted. I like the Shindobu project because it really tasked my mind with making uh, something creative out of uh, little materials and uh, time frame. I like the Hurricane Florence project because I um, liked being under the pressure because we only had an hour to do it, and I liked the feeling that I could have helped people. All right, so let's back up, and then I'll ask you some follow-up questions about that. What was the parachute project? Somebody tell us what that was. Yeah, sure. Me? Okay. So basically, uh, uh, we were given the task of uh, creating parachutes with a tud and uh, other materials, which uh, we could select. And uh, it was a competition to see uh, who can make the best parachute. And by that, I mean a running parachute in which uh, pe- which parachute put the most pressure on you when you were running. Okay. And what was the, uh, you talked about parachutes. Um, who, what was the thing we talked about after the parachute? No, you mentioned playlists. So what was that all about? Um, making a playlist for uh, people to listen to on their way to school in the morning. So who were the people? Not You don't have to like say their names, but like what were their roles here? Um, off, resource officer, principal, teachers, and counselors. Okay. So um, what was kind of... Um, what was the lesson that I wanted you all to learn from that project? To not guess what kind, but to actually talk to people and see what they like, not what you think they like. Yeah, so how, does that, how might that connect to like some other business or you, know, you get out of school, you have a job, like why is it important to go and talk to your user or your customer first? Um, so usually businesses, they make a product and then sell it, and then get feedback later. Well, as in it being better to get feedback beforehand, so your product is better before you sell it. 
Yeah. Uh, you have to put what the person wants first. That way, your product sells much better than it would without you just guessing. Yeah, and you don't you don't waste time. You don't waste money making something that you know you're not even sure if people are going to buy. So uh, you mentioned Shindogu. Does do you want to talk about Shindogu, or does someone else want to talk about? Shindogu, alright. Um, the Shindogu project was basically to make a useful yet useless product. So like, I don't know, one of the examples like uh, an extendable razor blade, which is again useless yet useful to some people. Uh, so we were given a few materials and actually I think it was an hour to do it. And uh, we actually had some pretty interesting stuff. Alright, so you mentioned Hurricane Florence. Of course, Hurricane Florence was a storm came at the beginning of the year. One of the first things that we did in this class. So, you want to explain what that was? Sure. So, um, what it was, we were acting as um, news anchors, and what we had to do was we had to make a news report for the people who were in in need for from the hurricane. What else? There were some other components there. We also had to list ten, like ten of the best things that people could use to like help them like to like evacuate and just like to protect themselves from the hurricane okay all right so those were some of the things that we did in this class and you talked about why uh, you liked them and I think it's fair to say that you all enjoyed this class because you had some choice in how you did things and built things and showed what you learned and it wasn't me telling you hey these are the rules this is what you have to um, follow uh, you had a lot of say in how things ended up so compared to I'll just use my class as an example that I taught last year as a core content area in social studies we try to make things as interesting as possible, but we know that at the end of every unit, uh, we basically have a multiple choice test for you all to take, and that's really how it goes. So, um, which do you all prefer? The here are the materials, go and create something, or the multiple choice test? So, say which one you prefer, and maybe explain why that is. I liked it when we got the chance to go create something because it was like innovative and multiple choice tests are basically like showing that you know it ended there but it doesn't say anything for like you're going to remember that in like a month or two. Yeah, what else? Um, I prefer the go out and make it yourself because for the multiple choice tests you're just memorizing facts then spitting them out however many weeks later. Um, but with, when you're actually creating something with your hands, I feel like you make more of a connection with that and you're gonna learn it and remember that experience throughout the longer. Like he said, multiple choice tests are like testing you on memory. And I feel like the projects that you gave us really helped us, cause like those are the things that we need for the future, not multiple choice tests. And it's just like how we can react problems that come in front of us and how we can get around them. Um, I like the creative because like 
in a test, you're like talking about how to do it, but not you're not actually doing it. And when you create something, you actually do it and learn how to do it. Um, I like creative because, like you said uh, a couple weeks ago, like the smartest they took the smartest kids and took the final exams on each subject, and the first they all passed, and then three months later they none of them passed because they forgot. But if you make connections, like Cooper said, with um, like doing it hands on, it's like writing will be like embedded. So is there, this is an audio podcast that people won't be able to see, but is there anyone that prefers the test at the end? I won't, we won't be mad at you if you do. So there's no one. So then why do you think we have multiple choice tests determining everything about what we do in schools? So that the Yeah, so what follow-up to yours, and this kind of gets at the heart of it, what's the worst that could happen if they didn't measure what we did in schools by test? The worst that could happen was probably everyone stopped trying and they didn't measure us at all. But I mean, like inside the classroom, if we didn't have tests anymore, what what would happen? We well, would we find another way to measure them, or I don't know. I'm asking. I, you. I think we'd have to find another way to measure them, and then once we found that or found that out, then a different way, and we can do that. Um, I think at first in the classrooms, all the kids would be like taking a sigh of relief. And then they would slack off a little bit, but then once it, like something interesting hits them, then they're gonna go forward. Yeah. So why is it? Why do you think there is a belief in test scores, and why probably your parents? Well, I'm a parent too. Why your parents value test scores? So they know that you're paying attention in class. Maybe so they know you're paying attention in class. See if you're learning. They think that if you know the stuff on the test, then you'll be successful in life, but you really need other things to be successful in life. I think um, it's reflecting on us as students and them as parents. What do you mean? So if their kid keeps getting bad grades, that might come back and reflect on them, saying they might not be as good of a parent or something because... So it's a status thing. Right. So how do we use those scores? Let's say you get, say you're really good at tests and you get good scores. What opportunities traditionally does that provide you? Chances of getting into a better college and maybe a scholarship. 
Yep, better jobs. Maybe better jobs. So what if colleges did away with tests and they said, hey, we don't care about scores anymore? Or businesses said, hey, we don't care about your GPA or what you get on an SOL? Um, I think it would put a lot less pressure on students and they would feel like they would be more encouraged to go to school versus having to memorize everything and having a bunch of stress versus if you're going like, to pass a test or not. I mean, I don't think that they're, they would really be able to do that if there wasn't any another way to measure it. Or, I mean, I guess they would have to go and talk to each person and see what they've done. Well, why can't we just, why can't it just be what we've done here? You, I knew that you made a parachute when you made a parachute. I knew that you had created a useless yet useful tool and pitched it to us because you did it. So you show people what you've learned. Do you all love coming to school every day? No. Would you come if you had to? If you didn't have to? Yes. If your parents didn't say you have to go to school, if there wasn't compulsory education law that said you have to come to school, we just open the doors. Yes. Would you come? It depends on who the teachers are there and who is there. Okay. So, if you would come, why? Um, I during the summer I always get like super bored because we don't do a lot, and so I just I just like really want to go to school because it gives me something to do other than playing video games <coughs> and. So that's why I would go to school if I didn't have to. Me? You would, right? Yes. Okay, why? Uh, mainly because uh, I don't want to be a buffoon. I want to have a decent education. Because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but honestly, uh, I just want uh, education, uh, but uh, just... It'd probably make, uh, if, if I wanted a job, it'd probably be easier to do with an education rather than just uh, not having any knowledge. Uh, I'm not sure how you would go by in human civilization without that uh, knowledge. Okay, so um, you all keep your hands up and come back to you. I want a quick follow-up with you. Do you learn more inside these school walls than you do in your life outside of school that would really prepare you for life when you're done with high school. So you look confused. That was a confusing question as I said it. Do you learn more when you're out in your normal environment or do you learn more inside these school walls? Inside. Okay. My mom always says that when you're home you don't have any structure in your life and you need structure in your life to make sure you can Say, like, wake up on time when you have a job. Okay. Kind of like what Cooper said. If it's like this type of class, I would come, but if it's math where I have to take notes and tests, I wouldn't. Okay. Um, I would come because um, because of the electives that you choose. Like, you choose to take that class because you want to take that class. So, so yeah. Okay. 
I feel like I'll learn more outside of school because those are like more real world conflicts than just us learning off the PowerPoint that our teacher made. Because in the real world, that's what that's what it's gonna be for the rest of your life when you get out of college. You're gonna face real world like struggles and obstacles. And I feel like we we learn more if we're at home or like if we're fighting with our parents in an argument. We learn things that we might not ever know. Some follow up to you, and I'm coming to everyone with their hand up. Are you saying that the way we structure school, it's not like the real world? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, I agree with him that when we're in school, we might learn how to take a test better. But when we're out in the real world, we're not going to have to take a test. We're going to have to face a real-world problem and get a real-world solution, not an A. Um, I think I would still come to school because um, I've kind of been raised to value going to school, like doing your homework and worrying about your grades. My mom has always like taught me that that was important. And um, if anything else, I mean, it's a good opportunity to make new friends. Um, the school like teaches you like different stuff, like how to like math and stuff you use in the real world, but you use like other stuff and skills from like outside, like at home. Yeah. Okay. So uh, now, now that I, now that I uh, think about it, I kind of even want to go to school even more because. Uh, uh, like, you know, uh, companies, they'd be looking for uh, educated people and wages would rise because more educated people would probably be uh, more rare because that's the majority here does not want to go to school. And that means probably wages for more educated people would raise, which is why I want to go to school. I'd make more money, I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's a different podcast, but... <laughs> I'm here to tell you, for the record, just going to college does not guarantee you a higher wage. So, I want to come back to the heart of this. So, what is, rephrase that, what should be the purpose of school? If you're here... If we have a law that says if you're under this age, you have to come to school, then what is this place for? What is school for? It's for preparing us for life to go out into the real world. I think that's what it should be for, to prepare us out to go into the real world and survive. subjects like math, science, and stuff like that, instead of emotional values, because you have, like, after school to do that, and, uh, I, I mean, yeah, I guess, like, being nice, being respectful, but, like, when you talk about, like, uh, things like, I can't, I don't want to say the name, but, uh, because, uh, when you talk about stuff like that, uh, it, it's, I don't think you should be learning that kind of stuff in school. 
So what if you don't hold up your end of the bargain? You can say okay. What do you mean? Like, let's say, for example, you have a kid that comes in to the fifth period class and sleeps regularly, and you don't have a teacher that shows empathy and lets that kid get some sleep and forces them to do the work. What happens if they don't hold up their end of the bargain? Then probably fail the class. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh. You just failed yourself. All right, you and then we'll get some final comments. I think school should be a lot more hands-on because you're not going to be taking tests and quizzes and like jobs and stuff. You're going to have like hands-on creative building stuff. So that's like you don't you can still take tests, but more hands-on activity. To make you more prepared for the jobs and the world, real world. All right, so I lied and said that was going to be the last question. I have one final thing. So what, just imagine if we didn't have any subjects. If there wasn't any set curriculum that we had to teach you all, that you had to learn. There was no social studies class. There was no seventh grade. There was no test specific test what would you spend your time doing in here well I'm not really speaking on my behalf I'm speaking on like almost everybody else I think they wouldn't really know what to do because it's been drilled in their head from basically day day one since they were six years old um, this is this class this is that class you're in this grade because you're this old you're in these classes because you're this smart, and you're gonna we're gonna judge you based on multiple choice tests, and that's how you're gonna do it. Honestly, I think if there were no tests or anything like that. I think it would be neat to see, like, if the students wanted to learn something, then then the teacher would actually like let them, like let them learn stuff. You know? What a crazy idea! You come to this place where adults are there to provide structure and support, but it's all based on things that you're interested in. Why is that not okay? Why can't, why isn't it okay for a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old to pursue what they are interested in and then learn other things related to that along the way? Um, well, I feel like if we just had that, there wouldn't be much structure and the teachers might not really, because the teachers go to school for, say, math or um, science, but then I'm not sure if the teachers would really have the best education to give us the education, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that, well, if they let us choose what we want to learn and how we want to learn it, maybe the teachers will even learn something themselves. All right. So, all right, I got some waving hands, so I'll let you say one final thing. I also feel like um, it, we're, we might say I want to be, a soccer player now but then 
once we're 15, we might say, gosh, I'm not sure I can really stand to be a soccer player anymore. Now I have no education from, I've just been learning how to play soccer since I was in sixth grade. So then say I want to go be an engineer now, then I don't have any education from sixth to ninth grade because I was learning how to play soccer. Uh, what I think is that if you're only interested in, like, if you if you want to learn topics that you're interested in, I think you could be, be able to go by. But the thing is that uh, you might not know a certain thing exists, and if you were to know that and you were taught that, then that would probably make your life easier. But you would never know because you, you would o you only want to know what you want to know, but you don't know that it exists. So <laughs> it's I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I want to I want to add on to Cooper's. Basically, if you like, if you're 12 years old and you like, you want to be like a soccer player, an engineer, and then like Cooper said, when you're 15, you want to be something different. You can't really choose to be something different. It's kind of like you're chosen at a young age what you want to do based on like, you know, uh, your your hat or what you want to do when you're young but like people can change their minds at some point but I think if we lived in a world where you can only learn that one thing then you can't really change what you want to do or you could change what you want to do you just might not be as well prepared for it and you might have to go for schooling for more time all right any final thoughts for me about the class? Anything else? I mean, it was fun. It was yeah, it was, it was awesome. Thank you. Favorite class. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Favorite teacher. Yeah. Y'all just ready for the donuts? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not mentioning that. All right. Be on Spotify. Donuts. <laughs>